Are you guys playing? Or no? no Do no, you want to no. play? <laughs> Are you ready to play? Are you crazy? Excuse me? Go away! I'm not doing get it, out no. my face. Scream, get my Glock! Let's do this. Sorry, I just like how you're just jamming out to oldies. I know. I think that's on Madonna's. Yeah. What's that shit? Truth or Dare tour. Ooh. I think so. That's her. That's, you know, her, her most famous one. I'm surprised Madonna's still alive. Not to be rude or anything, but like, that woman. She looks, if you look at her body, she looks she's in great shape. So she takes care of herself. I, I aspire to be that caring about my body. Maybe. Me too. But then again, like, I was going to actually, funny thing, because that's actually how I was going to start my story. Okay. So. I am menstruating. Let's normalize that. Women go through it all the time. There's not a secret that we need to hide. Exactly. So, I got an Auntie Anne's pretzels. I got those pe little pepperoni bites. As you should have. Yeah. So, I went to go pick up my sister's gift at the mall. And I was like, you know what? I'm starving. I'm going to get an Auntie Anne's little pretzel bites. So, I got off the bus and I was walking to my apartment. And I was like eating them while walking. And all of a sudden, I see a guy jogging. And I look at the guy jogging. I looked at me. So the guy jogging, I looked at me eating my pretzel bites, and I was like, "My condolences, cause that can't be me." <laughs> right? Like you're missing out, homie. You're missing out. He's like, "Like man, I bet you wish you was on this ah! team. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish your shins probably hurt by now." <laughs> Word, like you're gonna have to go through like sweat mm -hmm. and like you know strained muscles while yeah. I'm here like vibing, eating little pretzel bites. Mm-hmm. But I got I like. I I never liked jogging or the running. I much rather preferred ellipticals mm. or some other form of cardio like dance. Running was never my thing. You know, I actually, I know I'm talking shit about the guy that's jogging. I actually enjoy jogging. Before, when I used to live in my old apartment, I actually would sometimes wake up very early and then just go jogging through like Garden City, which is like a really nice area. And I, I did not mind it at all. I actually enjoyed it for quite a long time. And since like after my surgery, I also like picked it up more because I was like, okay, I need to get myself back into shape for my ankle, get my ankle limber and like stretch more. I mean, I right now I get a lot of exercise with walking. Mm -hmm, so like I feel like that's enough to compensate for the fact that I don't jog anymore. And plus like my knees are not the same mm -hmm. anymore, but I do walk a lot. Mm -hmm. So you're not 30 yet, but you're you're creeping up. I'm feeling it in my bones, literally. Mm -hmm. But also like my ankles been acting up. So I just been walking. Walking helps a bit, but like I'm trying to really make sure that that consequence of having surgery when you're and when it comes when you're older doesn't come to me. Facts, because I'm terrified of that. Yeah, I love walking. I don't understand why people complain about it. I enjoy it. Honestly, I take it back though because my brother loves walking more than me. That boy, he walks from here to like three towns over and back happily. Facts. I can only do that in the right weather conditions. Hun, all you need is the right music. True. Deadass. That's all you need. The right music. Get the right playlist and you will walk your ass anywhere. You know what's weird about me, though? Like, I could walk all over Manhattan if I wanted to, but I can't walk all around in Long Island. Like, the same distance from my old school building to Penn Station is a lot, mm -hmm. but I cannot do that same distance in, in, in here. Because in there's Island. so much stimuli over there. Your brain That's never true. gets bored. Your brain never gets bored over That's there. That's true. You're always walking like, hmm, if I want coffee, there's probably a Starbucks two blocks away from here anyway. Mm -hmm. And then if you go in the other direction, if I want a coffee, there's probably a Starbucks <laughs> two blocks away from here anyway. 
But yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay, now I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Maybe while you're walking, your brain is still active, and you're looking at shit like, oh, what's that? Ooh, I gotta check that store out next time I come over here. What the hell is that? Oh my god, somebody's naked. Oh my so, god. Look, look, <laughs> Manhattan just keeps giving and giving and giving, and also taking and taking and taking because it will drive you crazy eventually. Oh yeah, it takes away your sanity, but it gives you everything else. Drugs too. It gives you drugs. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. The drug trade didn't stop because of COVID. <laughs> you can't. You can't stop the grip. Ah! You can't. Not in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that New York has is a lot of diversity, and as we segue into that, Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, I thought you meant the diversity of drugs. But continue, girl. No, we was talking about drugs. Okay, I understand. Okay. I understand. Okay. But now we're talking about Hispanics. Oh, we're talking about people. Yes. Okay, my bad. <laughs> talking about humans. Yes. That might consume the drugs, but we're not going to get into that one. I don't... I'm not a fan of either one. True. To be quite honest. Of people? Humans, drugs, not a fan of either one. Okay. I like dogs. Dogs are cool. Listen, I have a very love-hate relationship with my cat right now, so don't ask me that question. You know, your cat's never never hurt me or pissed me off, so I, li- I like him. Of course you do. I like him. Of course you do. Just like my my other best friend. She loves him. Well, she, he don't bite me. He bites you. He so. bites my ankles. Well, not, not mine, so I'm good. <laughs> I hate this. As long as it's not mine, I'm good. I hate this. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Happy. To todo mi gentes and everybody above that. Very happy. Very, very happy. But It's late. We're sorry, but... Yeah, my life got, like, kind of complicated, so, yeah. you know, depression. Better late than never, though. Honestly. So, luckily, it's a month... It's a whole month. Yes. So, anyway, first we're going to talk about An Alu or Alux for like the X. But I know an alu, like X in Spanish is like sometimes it's not really said. So, I'll just go with Alu. I think in English for certain words it's not either. I mean, like xylophone is like. Yeah, that one is definitely silent. I don't know. <sighs> or Aluz. I don't know why the X is in front of that, but okay. Anyway, they're a type of sprite or spirit in the mythological traditions of certain Mayan people from the uh, Yucatan Peninsula and Guatemala, also called Chaneque or Chaneque by the Nahuatl people. And we've talked about Nahuatl people before. I was about to say, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Alujobs are believed to be small. That's another name for them. Alujobs or Alujob. There was not a pronunciation name. I'm sorry. Uh, are believed to be small dwarf-like creatures only about knee-high and an appearance resembling miniature traditionally dressed Mayan people. They are somewhat akin to goblins, elves, or even perhaps poltergeists or goblins, oh, again, goblins, due to their creation by the owner of the land they settled on. <laughs> I like how I went to mythical creatures and then demonic spirit, poltergeists. There's that, but also for my 90s kids. Does anyone remember the movie The Indian in the Cupboard? No. It, that's what this reminded me of what so the hell? much. I've never seen that. Hold on, let me look up a picture. Maybe I have and I just don't remember. Go ahead. The Indian in the Cupboard. Why does that sound racist? It, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, first of all, this yeah. actually looks kind of cute because he's so tiny. That's what I mean. That's what. Oh. Ma- that's why I started laughing because I like, knee high, like traditional Mayan dressed people I'm like indigenous looking okay I how the hell did you see this how the hell did you watch this VHS there's a VHS for this yes sweetheart it's an old movie 
We had tape back then. I don't, no, I'm only saying that because, like, who signed off on this movie is my question. But, look, like... I, I don't know. When I was a kid, it didn't matter because I didn't know shit. But that's now, true. But now when I look at it, I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> It's kind of problematic. Uh, why'd you do this? <laughs> okay. I'm only saying it's adorable because he's tiny. And I like tiny things. Yeah, that's why. I, that's what made me think of because of how small it is. But then when you when I look at it and I remember, I'm like, oh, this is why we need people of color on the boards. Oh, my God. We need some people to, you know, teach you what's right. <laughs> so tradition holds that aluhob are generally invisible but can assume physical form for purposes of communicating with and frightening humans as well as to congregate. They are generally associated with nature features such as forests, caves, stones, and fields. Okay, so yeah, offering. The descriptions and mythological roles are somewhat reminiscent of other sprites like mythical entities in several other cultural traditions such as Celtic leprechauns since the tricks they play are similar. So they're also very small tricksters. I was about to say, they sound like, based on the description, it sounds like they're like leprechauns or even the fae a little bit. I, I love how like it spreads through any kind of culture, like some similarities and like they're mythical creatures. Right, like every, that's why, you know, I'm not going to lie, I'm like, this shit can't all just be fake. How is it mm. that every culture has a little a little trickster creature that gets on your goddamn nerves? Yeah. Yeah. So, created in a form of highly detailed clay figures, shamans can cast ritual spells to bring the figures to life. Aluhobs are called into being when a farmer builds a little house on his property, most often in maize fields or beneath the oldest tree on their land. Just like a little housey. Just a little house. You're so cute. Okay, that makes it sound even more like the Fae. Yeah. The small houses are known as Katal Alu, a house of the Alu. The farmer then takes food and drinks to the spirit on a daily basis until the clay figure disappears. For seven years, the Alu uh, will help the corn grow, summon rain, and patrol the fields at night, whistling to scare off predators or crop thieves. That's terrifying. That's why I don't like crop. I don't like cornfields. There's a whole reason. All of a sudden, I hear a whistle. I'm out. Well, as long as you're not stealing any of this corn, no, you should be okay. Still, I'd be fucked. As the end, at the end of the seven years, the farmer must close the windows and doors of the little house, sealing the alus inside, and prevent him from becoming evil. If this is not done, the alu will run wild and start playing tricks on people. The Mayan people make offerings to them before they venture into the forest or start their milpa farming to bring good luck. So, if you make them happy, they'll bring good luck. Well, that's usually the rule of thumb. <laughs> but, you know, well, that's one rule of thumb. Another rule of thumb is just not to fuck with them at all because you don't know what they're going to do or yeah. what they want. I like that rule of thumb because I apply it to everything. Don't exactly. fuck with it. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to give it food because then it might think, oh, I can stay here. Oh, yeah. Like, nah. Like, you got to be my ancestor's bugging me like you'll make me a plate mm. then, then okay as long as you, you was related to me at one point <laughs> <laughs> the most well known of the Aluk myths revolve around the Cancun Bisuk bridge between Cancun and Playa de Carmen in the early 90s when construction began on the bridge the first three attempts to build the structure went disastrous so we're having a modern take on this. Well, um, a modern update. I was about to say, like, they tried to colonize the faith folk of the Maya. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So according to the story, Mayans came to the site and told them that they had 
angered the Alus and they would continue to wreak havoc on the site unless they built them a shelter. The construction company engineers decided to call in a Mayan shaman to assist them. The shaman carried out a ritual to contact the Alusas to create a pact that would allow construction to continue. The small pyramid and house was built and offering as a gift to Alus and from this point onwards the construction of the bridge would be complete without being tampered with. Some contemporary Mayan even considered a single and double story shrines that dot the countryside. To this day, even the big hotels have houses or shrines to the Aluzes. There is even a restaurant called Aluz Restaurante in Playa de Carmen, New Mexico. Stories say they will occasionally stop and ask farmers or travelers for an offering. If they refuse, the Alujos will often wreak havoc and spread illnesses. However, if their conditions are met, it is as though the Aluz will proceed will protect a person from thieves or even bring them good luck. If they are treated with respect, they can be very helpful. Okay, okay, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like a standard. Okay, I, you know what? That makes sense. You know, you nice to me, I'm nice to you. You're not nice to me, I fuck your shit up. <laughs> you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Facts. And I like how they actually said, okay, you know what? Instead of continuously trying to build this, let's call in somebody who knows what they're doing so we can at least be respectful yeah. And not have our bridge fall down yeah, every single it, it time. It reminds me of the little houses from Spirited Away. Those small little shrine yes. houses. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They're so cute. Now I want to see one. Because they sound cute. They do. Because they're so little. I love little. But they could be feisty. Like little chihuahuas. Now I don't want to see them. I want to see the house. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Nah. Nah. I don't want to see them. No. Cause I don't. Because they might, they might try to talk to me. I don't want to talk ah! to them. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, like, I don't know. You know. I ain't got nothing on me. I, I never have anything on me. I ain't got nothing to offer. Like I, I don't, don't have anything to offer. I don't carry snack bars. <laughs> I might have fruit. I am a snack. I just don't carry snacks. Right, but you can't have part of me. I might have an apple or some blackberries. Ooh. Okay, so next on the list, because we're going to have two things today, people, my darlings, mis gentes. El caraje. Ooh, caraje. Why is <laughs> el caraje? I'm about to look at it like this. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish, but that don't sound right. <laughs> El carruaje del muerte, the carriage of death. You gotta roll that R, girl. It's two R's, that's why. So when you, you see two R's, you, you gotta, gotta roll, roll it hard. Yeah. Carruaje. Not la carraje. La carajo, as my dad always says. Vaya la carajo. Like, like, go the fuck away, kind of shit like that. Kind of like that. That sounds like love. Yeah. Um, according to the myth of Guatemala, the legend of the carriage of death talks about the vehicle that is carried by black horses with eyes of fire and that is heard in the streets and neighborhoods of the country after the hour of the souls, which is late at night. I, I was trying to find the hour of the souls because, like, you know, that the witching hour, the devil's hour. I right. couldn't find the hours of the souls. It's probably somewhere within that span, though. Yeah, I think Maybe, so. Maybe, I think it's, like, if between midnight and up to 4 a.m. Probably. That's it's kind a, of, like, the standard. Yeah, so it's probably within there somewhere. Uh, ba 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 da ba The purpose of the passage of this chariot is to go in search of the souls of the dying, but anyone who sees the carriage also runs the risk of being taken away. What if I just woke up for some water? You know what's crazy? What? Okay, so I was going to say this before we started the story. So when I went to El Salvador uh, a couple years ago, I was like 13, 14 around that time. So A couple years ago. You're yeah, 13, yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, we yeah. lying about our age early. Listen. <laughs> My knees are getting fucked up. I got to start. I got to start. Yeah, we got to pretend like we ain't even hit 18 yet. Ooh, we got to feel young again. We got to feel 18 for the fourth time. You know what? As long as I get to keep the knowledge I have now, bet. <laughs> okay, anyway. So... 
when I was around like 13, 14, I went to El Salvador to visit family. And then I saw a commercial about the carriage of death. It wasn't a commercial. It was like an infomercial. Oh, to let you know to stay inside? Yes. Uh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Because it, it was literally, I remember it's clear as day because I was in the other room. And you could see the TV at an angle. So I was like watching it at an angle. And all of a sudden I see the uh, night and a carriage, like a really spooky carriage with, with horses. And it was saying something about being careful. And then it just ended like that. Like, not even a phone number. I thought it was, like, maybe an advertisement. Like, oh, call this, this, if you want, like, blah, 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 blah. But no, no number. No, nothing. It was just that. Like, beware, blah, 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 blah. Like, a little cautionary tale. And then the show started again. That's like when you're over here and they say, it's 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> That's terrifying. I love that. I actually love that. Like, yo, let me know. Like, hey, guys, it's a full moon out tonight. It's time for a spiritual cleansing. Burn your sage. <laughs> I would like that, actually. I will beat you ass if I'm asleep and you wake me up at 11 p.m. to, like, wake me up to do shit like that. Oh, no, no, no. You could just burn it right now. It's, like, what, 10 p.m. right now? Oh, okay. You don't have to just wait until, like, 11 p.m. I was going to say, because I'm tired and I would like to go to sleep. And if I have to, like, stay up to do that, I'm going to be a little bit livid. Well, honey, that's you're supposed to do it. So it would be up to you to stay up. That's true. That's true. Just don't wake me up. I'm saying, tonight's a harvest moon. Mm-hmm. Get with it. <laughs> Get, Get cleansed. It. Okay, so I will warn you guys now. My Spanish is above average, but not expert. So I have a story in Spanish. I'm going to read, and then Sass is going to translate for our non-Spanish-speaking people. Okay, so I will read second. Yes. Okay, good. So, I do apologize. I know how to read Spanish. It's just, it takes me a while to translate in my head. So, let's do this at the best of our knowledge. Editing Sass here with a little note. The next few minutes of the episode will be in Spanish. So, for all my fellow non-Spanish speakers, you can go ahead and skip to the time of 20 minutes and 37 seconds. And let's continue. Después de un largo y arduo día del trabajo en el campo, Mario se dirigía a su casa en la ciudad. Ya casi anochecía y caminaba deprisa. Poco antes de llegar a su casa, escuchó el sonido de un carruaje muy cerca, lo que era muy normal en aquella época, pero este sonido era diferente. Sintió mucho temor. Corrió y decidió esconderse en el parque detrás de los árboles. Sin darse cuenta, Mario pasó la noche en el parque. De repente, despertó pero el frío que sintió y recordó lo ocurrido la noche anterior. En, casa, en ese momento, pensó que terminé, que terminé a un carruaje había sido algo absurdo. Se levantó y fue a su casa. Los días pasaron y Mario no podía olvidar lo ocurrido, lo ocurrido así que decidió contárselo a un amigo. Al escucharlo al amigo, también le compartió lo que contaba la gente el respeto. Dicen que por las noches se escuchará una carruaje ir a toda velocidad y que iba recogiendo a la gente que moría. Era conocido como el, carru- el carruaje del muerte. Mario no quedó tranquilo y junto con su amigo decidieron esperar en la noche y así confirmar si los rumeros Rumores eran ciertos. Se encontraban el parque bajo la noche fría y solitaria cuando comenzaron a escuchar los sonidos de un carruaje. 
poco a poco pudieron um, podían verlo cada vez más cerca. En efecto, se trataba de un carruaje negro tirado por caballo negro y con un conductor vestido completamente de negro también. Cuando por fin el carruaje estaba frente a ellos, el conductor lo observó fijamente y a voz hombres se desmayaron. En la mañana siguiente, despertaron de frío. Desde noches tanto Mario como, como su amigo se escondían donde pueden cada vez que escucharan el sonido de un carruaje, sobre todo por las noches. ¿Estás listo? Sí. I didn't catch any of that. Okay, as y'all know, I don't speak Spanish very much at all. So I took that time to clear out my email. Wow! Way to show respect! Check all my notifications. Clear out my notifications. Check Facebook. Check my Amazon tracking. I got some shit done. I got some shit done. Wow. I didn't know what you were saying anyway. <laughs> I just was either, it was either that or I was going to sit here smiling at you like an idiot. Ah! Okay, okay, you know what? I respect the honesty. Yeah, so you're lucky I wasn't doing that because you would have been distracted if you had looked up. <laughs> okay. Now, we will read it in English. Yeah. Well, I will read it in English. Many years ago, a young man was leaving his job as he had a very hard day in the fields. He was back in town on his way home, but it was getting dark, so Mario was walking fast. Shortly before arriving at his house, he heard the sound of a carriage very close by, which was very normal at the time. But this sound was different. He felt a lot of fear. He ran and decided to hide in the park behind the trees. Without realizing it, Mario spent the night in the park. Suddenly, he woke up cold and remembered what had happened the night before. At the moment, he thought that being afraid of a carriage had been something absurd. He got up and went home. The days passed and Mario couldn't brush the experience off, so he decided to tell a friend. Upon hearing it, the friend also shared what people were saying about it. They say at night a carriage was heard going at full speed and that it was picking up the people who died. It was known as the carriage of death. Mario did not remain calm and together his friend decided to wait that night and to confirm if the rumors were true. They were in the park under the cold and lonely night when they began to hear the sound of a carriage. Little by little, they could see it getting closer and closer. It was a black carriage, drawn by horses with a driver dressed entirely in black. When the carriage was finally in front of them, the driver stared at them, and both men fainted. The next morning, they woke up cold. Since then, both Mario and his friend hide whenever they can. Whenever they hear the sound of a carriage, especially at night. Yeah, that was the English translation. I would hide too, but I also would never have returned. To be honest. And I'm not going to bring my friend. What type of friend are you? To bring, to bring you and say, hey, I saw this carriage. Come with me and see it. What kind of friend are you to not tell them either, like, bro, you're crazy, go to bed? Exactly. <laughs> like, if you're really that hell-bent on it, take your phone, get a video, And then come show me. <laughs> okay, so we have fun facts. So another version of the carriage legend states that it appears to announce the death of some person instead of it collecting the death of somebody. Mm, like an omen. Yeah. Okay. So it is oft another fact, it is often said that the carriage is parked in front of the house and takes away the people who die at that time. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, that's another one. There are those who affirm that despite its particular sound, the carriage does not roll on the streets but flies. Facts. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. For it being a ghost carriage, that would make sense. Yeah. And that is the carriage of death. Interesting. I wonder if this legend began during some type of plague. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because that was definitely what happened, you know, a lot of times during plagues back then, the undertaker would come with a carriage cause mm-hmm. to carry the bodies away. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that they probably somebody would make up a story and associate a carriage with death like that. It makes sense. Plus, like, death is a very, like, common ideology in Latin American culture. I mean, what, what culture doesn't obsess over death? That's true. That's very true. I don't know what it is about death and sex. It's just something, something about those two things that are just great. Mm! <laughs> just great. They're just great. <laughs> they're swell. Ah, they're swell. They're dandy. <laughs> I like dandy. I, I love saying dandy. Okay, we'll say that from now on. Death and sex are dandy. Oh, God. Yes. Don't ruin this for me. Anyway, <laughs> doing anyway. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. We love you. Remember, be proud of who you are and where you come from. Even though there are some toxic traits, we're not going to talk about that. But you know what? We're N- still here. Nothing less will be accepted. Nothing less will be accepted. Night, everyone. Night, night darklings. Feliz noche. Oh, you said happy night? Yeah. Well, oh. Good night, kind of, but yeah. Oh, I was about to say. I was about to say buenas noches. That's another one. That's the same thing. Okay, I I don't know these things. I can't. I'm I'm f- I fell off since high school. And you can send an email to we don't play podcast at gmail Yes, you can also find us on Instagram at we don't play podcast, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at we don't play pod. Yes, and you can listen to us on Castbox, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and Google Play Music. Yes, we are there too. Like and subscribe, review and comment. We also have a Patreon: www.patreon.com/slash we don't play.